cliffcentral.com Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com Hi and welcome to Fashion Lab from a beautiful Johannesburg. Thank you for tuning in. From me, Morag Stan, your Glamour host. We're going to be rolling over to our fashion designer exclusive in a freezing cold Lisbon with our host, Liz Agumbo. Greetings to all of you who are tuned in and welcome to the Fashion Lab show. My name is Liz Agumbo Registrar, your host and your girl right next door, even though I'm not so much next door today. But thank you so much for tuning in to the Fashion Lab radio show, the first fashion business radio show to go live in the world. And we normally hold it down in Johannesburg, but we're holding it down uh, today in Lisbon. It's been an amazing time out here. I've been able to connect with some really cool fashion um, brands and fashion stakeholders uh, within the industry and on today's show we have a special fashion brand slash fashion designer exclusive which goes down a month and this is where we get to tap into the real narratives behind some of the most successful brands within the African continent slash diaspora all the way all the way we're joined by a very special guest today um, who I tracked down in Lisbon and uh, it's important to have this designer exclusive because what we want to do is um, enlighten you who are tuned in enlighten the industry to be able to know what's actually going on in the diaspora and how we can actually uh make some different decisions to kind of move ahead. You've got to do things differently to achieve different results, and that's why we're here. Now, we are joined by Morag Stein, who's our internationally accredited beauty consultant uh, slash makeup artist. She'll be glamming up the show with her glam up for a dose of makeup and beauty tips. We're also joined by our New York contributor, Edgy Benson, with his echoes from New York. Uh, Edgy runs NU New York, a fashion services company based in New York, and he specializes in sourcing services to fashion designers and fashion houses. Now, a quick reminder for those who are tuned in for the very first time, uh, my favorite segment on this show is called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? So feel free to share with us your who's and your why's. Uh, that is the segment I call our red glass of wine. So feel free to join us and let's unwind after this interesting um uh, conversation today. Now keep your tweets coming. We're on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter and share with us our thoughts around avenues the industry could be able to use to be able to move ahead. We're talking fashion designer exclusive. Uh, obviously we're going to be uh, speaking to this guest and uh, we'd also love to just hear from you, share your thoughts and what you think. Now allow me to just go straight to the point and introduce our guest today. Uh, five years ago uh, you know, economists and entrepreneur Rui Silva established Angola's first RBS store, uh, through which he has obviously sold leftovers of brands, including our retail giant Zara. Uh, Silva was born in Malawi to a Mozambican mom and a Portuguese father, moved to Angola at the age of 28, and upon receiving a job offer, the rest is literally history. After leaving his job, he delved into the world of entrepreneurship, subsequently finding this company that is called RBS. I don't want to kiss and tell, I don't want to give too much, but allow me to introduce uh, our guest today, Rui Silva. Rui, welcome to the show. Um, thank you for opportunity, Lisa. Thank you, Kenya. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Lisbon. <laughs> thank you very much. Now, Rui, your story is, I literally, like I said, when we were having a conversation earlier, I describe you as a mogul because I think uh, what you're doing is very admirable and uh, it's amazing to see uh, this sort of consistency uh, coming from an industry that sometimes we say is dying, but obviously you've always found ways to pump it up and it's definitely not dying for Rui Silva. Can we just talk about, for obviously our listeners who are tuned in who've never heard of you and you know maybe are just only learning you today, could we talk about just who is Rui? Let's just first of all, just a nice introduction of who Rui Silva is and where the birth of RBS uh, came alive. Okay. Uh, my name is Rui Silva. I'm born in Malawi. I grew up in Portugal. Study economy. Uh, I move uh, Angola uh, twelve years ago and start work another company. Uh, but uh, final one year, I I decide move. I decide um, buy the another company and start the the business. Uh, Three years 
five years ago, five, six years ago, and coming to Lisbon and visit visit my family and uh, check another business. I I know the important people from to to Spain. Uh, is a uh, is it's a, a friend, the 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 owner the RB uh, the Zara the the, the Zara, Mr. Ortega. He showed me the possibility send the clothes uh, Zara clothes for Angola. It's a, a big business. It's a good brand in Angola. It's very very good good brand. When and. Six years ago, I buy the first first container. Fifty thousand pieces one container. That was six years ago. Yeah. So now hold on. I want to just take a pause there, um, Rui, before we go further. Is it your love for fashion? What, why, what drove you into this? Did you just did you love clothes to a point where you decided actually I love clothes so much or I love fashion so much that I'm going to be a fashion entrepreneur? Or what is it that drove you? Because fashion, as much as is a beautiful glitz and glam uh, sort of element in our lives, it's also a business, and you're really running this thing uh, like a, the business that it is. What is it? Why did you get into why? What's the point? What was the point? First time. First time. This is a big opportunity because you you buy leftovers, you send for Angola, you buy a low price, a cheap price, and you you sell a, a white price. He's a big big business. After one year after, I'm I I understand. I study my customers. I, I understand what you want buying. I understand what do you need change change the clothes for this market is a different brand is a, a different uh, fitting court cut and I know the Zara I know the the industry I know the fabrics now we need change something I change the fitting so after the six years of buying Zara, you're basically saying you went in, found out that there was a demand, yes. find out that this is a good business model yes. that you want to continue, yes. found out that the girls in or the consumer in Angola was having a sort of different uh, body type, yes. and therefore you had to also tweak the cuts and stuff. Yes. Okay. And then what? After, uh, I think, I need to change something. Uh, we need... Be different. To be different is is important. You have a, a good school. Zara is a good school. It's the best school of the world. And but you need more something. Okay. I I'm I'm move for for Portugal three three months. I'm study fabrics. I'm study industry. I'm study models. Okay, we need to change this, 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 this. Put my my brand RBS. Create my brand RBS. First time, my first production. This is a t-shirt, uh, shirts, shirts. I produce uh, nine hundred pieces. I sell in three days. Nine hundred shirts yeah. <laughs> in three days. Three days. And that was in Angola. Yeah, in Angola. First production. I I I have uh, pants, trousers, trousers. One thousand five fifty uh, hundred thousand. One thousand five hundred. Yes, I I sell in in uh, fifth, uh, six days. 1,500. Yeah. So this is your first time to now introduce the RBS brand. You've in produced Angola, your, yeah. yeah, in Angola. you produced your 900 shirts sold in three days and then produced your uh, 1,500 yeah. pants. Pants. And sold in what? Six, six days. <laughs> yeah. What year was this? Because. What year was this? What year? Yeah, two, uh, three, three, three years ago. Three years. Three yeah. years ago? Yeah. So yeah. like 2014? Yeah. 14, no. 
13. Yeah, 13. Okay. 13. So, was this one store? How? What was the store situation? Did you just have one store where you just produce everything, uh, get it into Angola in one shop, and then everything would no. go? No, uh, we have uh, seven shops in Angola directly. We have a partners. Uh, we have a partners. Uh, another province. I have a shops in Luanda in the center, but we have uh, another another shops not directly, but we have uh, franchising. Another province, Bengala, Wambo, five five another place yeah so when you started you started with how many shops first time two shops mm-hmm. first time and then when did you how, how did you graduate how, how did your two after, shops change into after six months one year finally seven shops so now you have seven shops in Angola yeah. Where, yeah. where how where, which others where else do you have shops what? Where? What other countries or what other cities are your uh, shops? This moment we have uh, in Angola, Luanda, in Ghana, Accra, in Namibia, Windhoek. We sell for Mozambique. We sell for Mauritania. Wow. Yeah. In Kinshasa? In, in, in Kinshasa, we sell, but uh, I don't have shops here. Okay. Okay. Uh, we sell uh, in France, in Portugal, in uh, something, uh, the the little quantity for America. Okay. Yeah. It's very impressive. Now, I mean, I, I want to now talk about fast fashion. And, and for those who are tuned in again, you've heard us have these conversations around fast fashion and the fact that uh, we're not really getting it right here in the continent. And when I say we're not getting it right, it, me- it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means that our... Our back end is not as strong because uh, for Rui, you personally, for you to be able to, for the RBS brand to produce 900 shirts, sell them in three days and still continue producing and still be on top of your game is quite impressive. But obviously production is a lot of uh, uh, industry professional challenges that we go through. I'm sure a lot of brands can agree with me in the continent, those who are listening right now, that it's not an easy game. I'm a fashion brand as well, and I know exactly what it means when, it, when, you, when your stuff runs out and then you look at the CMT, which is your production, and you think, oh, my God, what's going to happen and how, how am I going to keep the fire burning? How am I going to keep the customers satisfied? How am I going to keep the production flowing so that there's always stock. Otherwise, you lose momentum and you lose clientele. What is your production uh, trick? Do you want to share any tip, trick? Or We don't have to know everything, but the idea is what are you doing so differently to be able to help you keep... You're literally on your toes. I feel like you're literally on your toes. What are you doing when it comes to the production um, challenges and just being able to stay on top yeah, of it? You, you, this is a big challenge because you need all the time... You you need to put another things, another clothes, a new fashion. Uh, fast fashion is not easy because it's a very pressure. All, all the time you need a, a new models, you need a new fabrics, a new, a new ideas. You need a, you, you need to have a big machine, you know? You know what I'm saying? And people, this moment, all the, all the world, people like... A new models all the time. Mm-hmm. You need a create, a create, you create. You you need a study. You need uh, understanding your customers. You need create a new a, a, a new life, a new dream. Mm. You know. Every day. Yeah, Constantly. every day, new dream, new dream, new dream, new dream. This is my work. Crea- creating a dream. Constantly. Yeah. But you know, so we, it's, so Rui, you know that in Africa, uh, for those of us who produce in Africa, I'm sure you can also agree, is you can have new dreams every day. But the problem is, if you have new dreams, but the people are not working, (laughs) your new dreams are just in the back, in the parking lot, because everything is in a parking lot, everything is on a queue. By the time your new dream comes, the other dream even like died before it even came to life, you know? So I think uh, the challenges of being able to produce uh, or have other production machines, like you said, it's a, 
it's a machine that is literally and constantly running yeah. is not a very easy um, um, machine but anyway for those who are tuned in I'm talking to Rui Silva of RBS uh, he's definitely what I call the fashion uh, mogul because of uh, where he's come from his journey from um, sort of just starting with like literally nothing coming up with a dream like Martin Luther and then like just taking over the space and just running and constantly on his toes because I think one of the things I find admirable is the fact that you're there you when you start it's beautiful when you're in it it's beautiful but how to continue to sustain it so that it continues to go on and on and on is what is really uh, to me is really where I've got to take my hat off and say you know congratulations for what you're doing so far for those who are uh, tuned in uh, we're on Twitter on Fashion Lab AF share your thoughts with us Um, and also obviously we'd love to hear from you if you have anything else uh, you want to you want to share when it comes to you know this conversation and this designer exclusive with Rui Silva now you are today they say RBS is Angola's leading fast fashion retailer with a total of seven mono brand stores spread across uh, Angolan cities including Luanda Benguela and all of the other uh, spaces that you mentioned what are you you've spoken Ghana Namibia Mozambique Mauritius how are you managing you as one, obviously you're one brain behind it, then obviously you have to have a team. How are you managing it? How is it working? Because obviously, like you said, when a machine is on, it has to get oiled, it has to get maintenance, it has to get, for it to continue moving. And obviously that means that you have so many things happening in so many different cities in the world, in, in the continent, not just, actually in the world, not just the continent. How are you managing this? I have a team. I have a team in Lisbon, control producing and control another country with Angola. Okay, I have a big team in Angola. I have uh, one uh, 100 uh, employers in Angola, and I have a partners another uh, in Ghana, in Namibia, uh, in Angola. I, I, I myself in my team. I'm working myself in my team, but another another countries we have a partners. It's more easy for me con- to to be controlled, you know. Uh, in Portugal, is important and big control because you producing, you creating, you you have a big team here. I'm coming to one. I I live one month in Portugal. I live one month in Angola. I'm travel all months for uh, different countries looking at new countries new, new look uh, sh- checking and uh, uh, looking a uh, new business yeah this is my life travel move me move and uh, uh, control e- e- management my team my, my team my family work with me it's more easy my friends and work a lot. No. Wow, work, work, work. Work, 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 work. So now let me, t- let, me, let me go back to a point that we spoke about earlier. So you started with selling Zara leftovers. Yes. And you found that you had a market, there was a niche, and there was consistency. And when RBS came to life, everyone was like, yay. Tell me about the, I've heard about it. I haven't seen your stores yet, but I've heard that your, each store has a very similar, different, different concept when it comes to the interior of it. What is that about? What, what inspires that? Why? Why can't you just have the same look? Like, what is it about the interior being different for each store? I mean, it's so many stores. I think you'd probably be saving money and say, hi, John. Design, everything, same. Finish. Goodbye. My inspiration. <laughs> my inspiration. This is, I don't know my inspiration. All the time, I'm wake up. All days, I'm wake up. I... I knew I have a new ideas. I never knew inspiration. We have I, I have a family. I have a friends. I work for my my inspiration is a is a happy be to be happy to be uh, people like my work. People love me my my brand. This is my inspiration. In Angola, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person very very cute because people when go to to 
go to the street, people call me, people love me, people kiss me, people hug me. Okay, <laughs> they I like kiss you this. Too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> too much kissing in Angola. <laughs> <laughs> I like this because this is your work. This is your life. You work for another guys, for, for people. And they love it back. Yes. I love when go to the, uh, walking on the street, walking on the street, I saw my, my clothes and my happy guy, mm. you know? Mm. I, in uh, last year, I was in Dubai, in airport. I saw the, the, the pants, my pants. The guy told me, this is your pants. <laughs> <laughs> for me, he's a happy guy. He's a good, good, good for me because this is my work. This is my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure you get the fulfillment of people just being able. So listen, guys, I want to just say to you, because he's been very humble. Um, so we went to this fashion week. I asked him to accompany me to some fashion event, uh, the Moda Africa. And I literally, when we walked into the place, literally every guy is pulling him on the side saying, I'm wearing you, I'm wearing you, whether it was shoes or a jacket or jeans. And I think that that is very uh, fulfilling, especially for a brand. You know, you work so hard, you put your soul to it, and then you see people respond to it. It in such an amazing way and I'm sure that's just so calming to the heart and it's such a such a blessing now Rui I want to go back to Zara because you are selling the stuff suddenly RBS comes what happened to Zara after that <laughs> did, you, did you say peace out <laughs> and what happened to the relationship no, is there only, a respect is there yeah, I, we have, uh, have the respect continue the respect but now for me is is more easy Sell the RBS with Zara. <laughs> oh, with Zara. Uh, yes, because Zara, you know, you don't know when finish the contract. In in RBS, this is my brand. This is, don't have contract. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is I, because it's important. You you have a brand. You you put the marketing in your brand. You don't put the marketing in another brand. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You create your brand. You put the marketing. You promote, promote your brand. It's more easy. And in Angola, we sell more RBS with Zara. It's more because... It's more attractive to yes, consumer. Yes, because this because the, the RBS... <laughs> the RBS... I, I create RBS for Angolan people. It's the same fabrics, it's the same industry. It's a different cut, it's a different fitting. Is for me, I create for Angolan people. Is these guys, when putting the clothes, is is your number, your cut, your fitting. It's the same fabrics, it's Zara. It's the same Zara, if a different style, color. Cuts. Cut. Size. So, um, it's interesting. So, are you in a deal where you kind of feel stuck? Are you like in a Suge Knight sort of deal? Sorry, not Suge Knight, but I'm making a joke there. So, with Zara, are you able to just also not sell them? Or is there, is there a contract that's binding you to them yeah, to force I, you? Yeah, I sell, or are I you sell happy? Zara too. No, but are you happy with that idea? Or are you actually feeling like you're bound by a contract that says you can't leave Zara? You have to sell Zara. Yeah, because... In Angola, I sell I sell leftovers. Yeah, but, but when 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 Zara come to Angola, official Zara, mm -hmm. I'm finished my 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 business with leftovers. You know, is official Zara in Angola? Yeah, when coming. No, because are they there? I, yes. I, 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 I I sell I sell leftovers Zara. Yes, I understand. Yeah. When coming the first first uh, first shop uh, or official shop, the first first clothes, I'm finished my work. I'm finished my contract. You know what I'm but, saying? Okay, so I have a question for you. Is Zara in Angola right now officially? No, but coming. why? Because R but RBS is is. But coming. Oh, it's coming. I don't know when, <laughs> but coming. They don't tell you when. Uh, yes, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
but but uh, Zara needs to tell you when because you've been doing a lot for them. Yeah. But tell me something. You know, really, what I say, and I, it's nothing um, negative. But is it in Angola that the consumer is still? the type of consumer who looks at Africa as African um, brands as inferior and then foreign brands as superior meaning that if RBS I don't know like what is the consumer like do they will they buy RBS before Zara or Zara before RBS or is RBS not even so African that's that they feel like ah actually it's something that's come from the other side because you know Africans love to say oh yeah it's arrived from the ship yeah let's take what is it with the Angolan consumer? How does it work? Are they consuming more foreign brands or are they actually interested in spending their dollars and their Kwanzas and whatever else they have to spend on African brands? Meaning, is your positioning as RBS African or is it Portuguese brand? African. Okay. Angola brand. But do they understand that and do they buy it because it's Angolan or do they just buy it because... No, because it's looking good. So it doesn't matter where it's and from. Good price, looking good. So it doesn't matter where it's from. Yeah. As long as it's good yeah, no. and good price. Yes. It's important. Very nice. It's very good, Rui. Um, so Rui, tell you, me... You, 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 you need to understand. You need to understand what you want buying by you. You producing this... The people, the my 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 consumers, tell me I want buy this 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 this. Okay, I produce I producing for you. You understand me? It's easy. Only you need list. What do you want by me? Only this is very simple. The problem with the businessman don't list. List the, the to people. The consumers. Yes, because if you list, what do you want by me? You produce for for. Yeah, customer. but let me say something. So, so guys, while we are talking here with Rui, and Rui is actually saying that we are not listening to our clientele, and that's why it's getting hard. I want to, I want to throw that back at you. Do you know that production? I, and I know it. So production. When you produce it in bigger numbers, is better business. When you produce for John who wants green and I don't know yellow, when you had pink, that's just an, a new coast. How much? How much of yourself do you push to that level? Because what's happening is, unless your other business is doing so well, then you have time to say, okay, John, you want pink flowers? Okay, here's your pink flower one. Who else? You want red? Okay, red. So I don't think that the business people are not listening. I think that it's just bad business mm. what do you think <laughs> like, because if I was Ruth if I will tell you in my fashion business if I was to say to produce and I'm very um, very uh, I'm a small fashion business and I'm a small a smaller brand and I also like exclusivity so I like to produce my stuff in only a certain amount of numbers if I was to produce 15 uh, of maybe the red jacket in the back or whatever and somebody says they want pink and someone green I'm sorry you can take that one and go diet because I'm not at a stage where I can afford it's not good business it's just not good business okay how does one manage if you have you, if you have a model don't sell well because the color, the size, I don't know. Uh, it sells well, but John wants pink flowers always. And Peter. Okay. <laughs> and Marco. <laughs> you need promote. You need promote these models. Promote. Yeah, promote. Okay. You need promote. Okay. These models. Uh, you put um, these models on. Um, you gave a celebrity. Gave a singer. You, you promote. What if the singer is sleeping? She forgets to say she's wearing it. <laughs> then what do we do? <laughs> because people say, these guys say, uh, see these guys and buying after. You know? It's easy. In Angola? Yeah. Okay, in Angola. If you have a, uh, if you have a problem, sell some, something model, you need promote it, this model. You need put, you need dressing, you need uh, give a two, three, four, whatever celebrity, promote, 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 promote. This is, you put 
this this model uh, stay after stay in in the fashion fashion first fashion model is you sell after you sell a lot this you know so but let me tell you um Rui I want to go back to ask you another question how do you so I haven't seen you well maybe I just haven't seen you how, how do you because promotion is relative promotion is anything can be promotion you can be wearing you and and walk into the red carpet and everybody wants it you could be at a thing performing somewhere and everybody wants what you wear you could be whatever there's so many options my thing is for you as RBS the brand RBS how do you guys or what do you find is your best way when it comes to promoting your brand because it's not every way that works for every brand you can do celebrity for you as for mine I don't know for John's I don't even know more so what what would you advise no what first of all what is RBS doing when it comes to promotion because what you're doing is not going to work for everyone but it works for you okay we have um we have a fashion show my fa RBS fashion show all the years we, we once a year one uh, one for here Mm-hmm. Okay. When we you have say here, uh, even Portugal. another fashion shows. We have another fashion shows. Uh, Model Wanda, Angola Fashion Week, uh, Bengala Fashion Week. We we um, we have a collaboration with TV. We uh, share. We give the the, the clothes with uh, the people who work there. Sponsor. Yes, yeah, sponsor. Mm -hmm. I'm a sponsor. Mm -hmm. I'm a sponsor the show TVs mm -hmm. and films mm -hmm. and, 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 on and on. singers. We have a big promotion. We we have a big promotion. But it works. All the time. But all it the works time. for you. It works. Yes. Yes. All the time. Uh, if you have this is uh, if you have uh, uh, need the promotion the clothes uh, the men clothes I put I put the photo I, I, I dress these clothes I put the photo on Instagram or Facebook it's more easy sell because people follow, follow, follow me so social media is also working for you guys yes and I've seen that you're actually the one in your clothes is that your strategy <laughs> <laughs> you put your mean face on and the good clothes on and what you just yeah. get sales yeah it's very good it's very impressive now where do you see the future for African fashion in general I think uh, we we need to put uh, the uh, industry more industries in 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 Africa because you buying all all clothes in in Europe you need work in industry you need work in uh, fabrics fabrics we need uh, producing fabrics and after you need uh, create more industries. So because, you mean like the manufacturing because, side of, of yes? The, yeah. Because in you 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 see you see the 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 Portugal Portugal have uh, many 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 factories sell for outside millions and millions and millions and millions euros many factory is in the. Uh, fashion, this is a big industry. This is a big, 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 big. Italy, Portugal, Spain sell a lot for another countries. And in Africa, we need more manufacturing. We need more. Uh, we need more fabrics. We need more um, fashion designers. We need more schools, fashion schools. Yeah. When you have this, it's possible you produce, creating in Africa, producing in Africa, you sell in Africa. Everything in Africa. Yes. Yeah. It's more cheap, it's, uh, uh, it's more 
quickly mm. and more sustainable. Yes. Mm. Guys, if you're listening, we're talking to Rui Silva, who's just featured the cover of Forbes as well, uh, the Angola Forbes, and uh, very humble person, but very serious about his business, as you can see. And um, we're going to be uh, kind of winding up because uh, it is about that time. Um, however, uh, you know, you guys can always reach us on www.fashionlabafrica to just kind of follow up with uh, more information about some of the brands that we are talking to. Now, Rui, um, what are, what's your advice to the industry? So besides us knowing that, yes, we do need a real industry for us to be sustainable in Africa, from your manufacturing to your fabric to all of that, but in a bigger way, what is your advice to African brands who are still building, still hustling, and still not really seeing the results that they expect? It's a new year, obviously. It's a good time to be able to change the way that we do things. I always believe that new year is always time to reflect and to change a bit, try to do something a bit differently to get better results. What's your advice to the African fashion industry that's tuned in? First time, you need, you need uh, uh, the support, the political support. The political uh, need understand this is a big industry. When you say that, you mean the government or the politicians? Yes, okay. yes the government. Okay. You need understand this is a big, 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 big. Is is a public, a bigger possibility, the big business for the country. First time. After you need the education. You need a lot of education. You need uh, teaching. Fashion, fashion, uh, uh, fashion schools. You need more fashion schools. You need more. Uh, you need more fashion um, shows. Uh, and for a businessman, we need we need put money. Mm. Investment. <coughs> and I hope for those investors who are listening, yeah. please put your money. Please enough of the. <laughs> Bring it to the fashion, please. I wouldn't make that joke I was going to make just now. Yeah, because this is a big, 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 big business. Mm. And like I said, Rui, last week we were talking to Sofia Villarino from Moda Africa. And uh, we also agreed and we had conversations around what's happening and why. And the fact that this is a $1.5 trillion industry today and Africa only has a crumb. A crumb of, of 1.5 billion yeah. trillion dollars. Yeah. That is just appalling. It's not funny. It's actually like what we need to shake up and think and see what can we do differently to get better results. Guys, I've been talking to Rui Silva. Uh, you can um, Google him. But actually, wait, Rui, can you just share with our listeners how they can connect with you? Uh, on social media website Facebook whatever it is my my um, Instagram Rui Silva RBS Rui Silva RBS and my Facebook in Rui Silva on his one and Rui normally when we start the show I always ask our guests what are you wearing and what's inspiring the look what are you wearing today and what's inspiring your look Mr. RBS <laughs> what's, the, what's going on we, I'll take a picture and we'll also take some short videos so our listeners can see I'm inspiring me because I create for me these uh, my models and I'm inspiring I don't know I, I but don't why, what, why the cut up jeans I have, it's a cold day today but it's like yeah, you know, this little I, ok so share with them what you're wearing first yeah. what you're wearing I'm a blazer I'm a t-shirt I'm a, 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 a jeans Cut up jeans, yeah, and a pocket square, guys, in the middle of all of that, and then the boots. Boots, yeah. Is that how you? This feel? is my style. Okay. In <laughs> in Portugal, because in Angola is a different, because the weather is a different. <laughs> wow. In Portugal, too cool. It's very nice to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Um, and for our listeners who are tuned in, uh, peace and love. And uh, I will run this back to Morag and let her finish up the show. Uh, take care of yourselves and really think about your businesses. For those who are running businesses, think about what you want to do different this year. Because until you change your ways, nothing's going to give. Peace and love. Thank you, Liz and Rue. Once again, what an absolute inspiration, um, you know, that someone is making such a change on the African continent. Welcome to the show, Edgy. Hi, Mark. How are you? And in you? I'm good. Just been listening. Like it's it's been such an amazing uh, conversation with you. Incredible. Edgy, before we go yeah. on with the show, I just want to know um, what are you wearing? 
I am wearing today a shawl collar cardigan of a, a pair of skinnies. Nice. <laughs> I know nice. you guys are You can't drag me out of my skinnies. It's okay. I'm also wearing skinnies today. You won't believe it. Black ones with ripped knees. I mean, really. Good. Yeah. I was just gonna ask you. <laughs> and just, I'm just really simple today. I'm, I was on set this morning, so just keeping it easy. Um, and yeah. then, you know, Edge, I just want to know, um, you know, you can obviously relate to Rui in quite a few ways. Um, what are yes. your thoughts on, you know, fast fashion, um, in Africa? I, I think Rio has just broken it down in the way that we've always wanted to break it down all the time, every time we have a show. Here, it's very, very simple. And what he's saying makes a lot of sense. So, But he had the luck of having Zara as, as his quality and, and, and styling uh, cues. And what he did very smartly was say, okay, you like these styles, you like this quality, but the fit is not great, and customize the fit by listening to his customers. You know, just make sure the fit works for them. And once he, once he, once he has achieved that and they were happy, he just because you make money once you start to scale. I know Liz was saying, well, if you just do it for this guy, I mean, how many of those guys are there? But I think the assumption there is. If there's one guy that likes this thing, there'll be a lot of those kinds of guys. So if you can satisfy that bunch of guys, you're able to scale, actually. Yes. So I, he, 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 was, he has really been very, 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 very smart, you know. And, and, he, and he, you know, fast fashion is what makes money. And 100%. I think that, yeah, if investors can come in, um, what Africa needs is, you know, like he said, and like we've always said, is it's like just capacity in production. You know, I know we have design capacity. We need to have more design capacity, have more schools, have more people doing what we're trying to do, enlighten des- designers and enlighten uh, people. Um, but once you have quality production, though, you know, then fashion can really make huge contributions to the economy. It can jobs. Sometimes governments don't even, or the investors in a particular country in Africa don't even think fashion is, I mean, it's a major job creator. It's a major moneymaker for both the people and the government through taxes. Um, so he does, I think, if, if we listen to him, he has laid it out there how we can be in fast fashion. You know, Try to customize items to the market that we are localize your style, not localizing your styling, but localize your fit so that it's it's good enough for the market. Yes. And then promote it, promote it, seek endorsements, work with, you know, all these different promotions that he listed, you know, fashion shows, you know, endorsements, sponsorships, and sponsorships are huge. That means like a, a fashion store would say, I will sponsor an event in the community. That is like, it's huge for the community. Yes, That's contribution yes. to the community already, yeah. you know. And so, you know, yes. like, what's also so simple, um, Edgy, is that he's really, it's, it's just so simple actually, is that he's really just listened to what the consumer wants. And I feel like, you know, we've spoken about it a million times on the show that in Africa, everyone just wants to be like one another. And it's really yes. so simple to just go on your own thing and, you know, believe in what you do and find the gap in the market. That's, I think that's the word, like find the gap. And that's exactly what he did, you know? Yeah. No, I think it was, it's really, I mean, it's a very powerful conversation, especially the, just making people know that if Africa can't produce, if Africa can increase production capacity, quality, uh, you know, fabrics, all of these things, they add up to like a, a lot of advantages for African economies. Yeah, yeah. EJ, I'm sorry to cut you short. Um, I'm just going to roll up into my segment, Glam Up. Yes. Um, we're just running out of time. So because I'm dedicating um, this Glam Up to the men out there, Lipstick Color of the Week is actually going to be a beautiful lip balm that I got as a gift um, from my assistant, Alana. And it's actually the Anique lip balm that contains rooibos extract, um, cacao butter, and vitamin E oil. And it's so cute. It's like in a little eggy shape. Um, and it's just so 
you know, beautifully nourishing on your lips. And I really think that every man should always carry a lip balm in his back pocket all year round. And remember to use it, guys. Don't just carry it. You, you need to actually apply it, you know. Um, you know, I've been more aware of people um, in general, especially men, purely because um, I've recently been style consulting a male client for a new reality TV series. And it's so much fun. I, you know, I actually can't believe how much I've missed styling. Um, but through all of this, I've noticed how many just get it wrong. You know, um, Red One Sitter from um, Fazaka Tour says a lot of men are taking abstract tips from too many sources. So like your fashion weeks, TVs, magazines, etc. And they're trying to mimic trends directly off the runway that are not you know that they're not necessarily comfortable with and they forget the kiss rule now I've tweeted about it um, this morning and the kiss rule is really keep it simple stupid <laughs> you know I had <clears throat> such a good chuckle um, when when Red One sent that to me and I said to him that's going to be my opening line um, but at the end of the day it's all about finding your own unique sense of style um, sure you know go ahead follow trends but also customize it customize it to make it your own um, and I do feel inclined to say that street style and everyday wear is really moving into like a more sophisticated comfort than anything else. We're seeing it, um, Edgy, you shared some links with me in the week with um, the Men's New York Fashion Week. I mean, how amazing. Um, you know, and once again, a reminder, just create your own style using influencing pieces. I asked more men in my circles um, sort of what freaks them out. Um, mm -hmm. About other men And the following um, items came up And that's shapeless leather jackets Those Nike or Adidas You know those typical slip-on sandals Three-quarter cargo pants And please wear tees that actually fit you Plaid pattern shirts are done with They're dead And so is the oversized hospice shop You know all that hipster stuff I mean oh, really like, It's yeah. out It's done um, If you're a man that's got any of these in your wardrobe You're in big trouble You know and I had such a great time um, reading all of these, you know, the WhatsApp messages that I was getting through. Um, and I must say that men are a lot more judgmental than what I expected. So here it goes, um, you know, together with some of my thoughts. Um, men, top knots need to go. They're dead. Chop them off, bury them. Instead, opt for something more on trend. And I say this knowing that having these high maintenance cuts in style, you know, they look great for the first three days. And then... Men forget that they actually have a hairstyle. So if you're going to have a specific um, style, weekly maintenance is key. Going to a barbershop is a great way to save money. And then obviously for a touch-up professional um, cut, you can go to your stylist once a month. Also, please, I've spoken about this before, men, trim the facial hedge. Okay, and that starts with the eyebrows. We've spoken about this. I feel that men have just forgotten that they also need to trim and shape, you know, and color their eyebrows if they need to. Um, unless they're inspired by Frida Kahlo, please remove the monobrow. Trim the nose hairs, ear hairs, also beards. I feel like we're in a new year, we're in a new season, they need to go, okay? Um, if it's something that you're really into, you know, having a beard, etc., um, I just feel that you should really just get the correct grooming products. Um, you know, watch a few YouTube tutorials on beard grooming. And once again, maintenance is key. It's all really, um, you know, home DIY. And it really just sort of forms a part of creating your great image. Um, so please don't let yourself go. You're not casting um, for an addition for Castaway 2, men. Um, and then teeth whitening, don't think that it's something that just women get or something that I just get done. Um, you know, go for a second opinion and actually just get it done. Um, it freshens you up. It gives you an instant spruce up and really just pure dental hygiene. Keep it clean and fresh always, um, says a friend of mine, Christopher Jafter. Um, also men pedicures. Listen, I get the mentality, you know, of men saying, oh, we don't need pedicures. I'm a man, you know, um, but then keep your feet hidden. We don't want to see it. Okay. Um, I tell you now that um, many men just don't take care of their feet. I literally saw a man in the mall the other day and his toenails were so long. He could literally climb a tree upside down. It was so disgusting. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Mario De Jesus, suggests that if you're not willing to go to a salon, simple products like a foot file and a clipper once a week and heel balm daily it's quick and easy and it also keeps you from being a sheet, a sheet ripper um, facial and skin care 
So, you know, we've spoken about skincare a million times. Um, I cannot emphasize it more. If you're generally just not interested, go to the grocery store, get yourself some coconut oil, use it for everything to shave with, moisturize, and also for the razor bumps, just in general, you know, small spots that you get on your face, you can get yourself some Acnetane, um, just 10 tablets a month, just to maintain a radiant skin. Um, and I also feel that men's hormones are a little bit all over the place, you know, due to female hormones in water, in in um, the chicken, everything, you know, food that we're eating, everything. And then lastly, um, Alessandria Bergman, the director of Sync Models, says that you have to strut with a purpose. No matter what you're wearing, have a presence. The walk is everything. Together with my man, they both agree that if a man must have one thing, it's a strong scent that compliments you and it should have a timeless, fresh um, smell with a hint of exotic spice. Men, I hope that I've given you some inspiration and some tips. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Stan. I will post more information and some really more funny tips that I obviously couldn't share on radio um, on my Glam Up blog. And now for the favorite part of the show and that big glass of wine, who would you want to dress and why? Edgy, I'm going to go over to you first. I am um, today. I'm going to dedicate this one to you because, oh. <laughs> I, yes, no, because I think well, I moisturize, I exfoliate, but I think I need a cream. Okay. So it's, yes, and for scents, I just found a nice new scent that I really love. Okay. It's Your Sauvage. I think I recommend it. It's it's really awesome. Amazing. Yeah. So. Thanks, Ichi. I'm going to trim. My name is Rui Silva. Today I'm, I want to address Donald Trump because I'm, I don't like the look, your look, it's not good look. The tie is so big, so big, so big. Bye. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> that wasn't me, but that's the truth, that's his truth. I today want to dress a Portuguese actress and model. Her name is Rita Pereira. And she looks so sassy and so foxy, and I want to give her some of that Liz O touch. Anyway, that's it for now. Peace and love. And then back into the studio in Johannesburg, I want to dress Ruby Rose. For those who know me, you'll know that she's my woman crush. Um, and purely just ah. because she has such a versatile um, but specific style. And, yeah, I just, I mean, she's really just one of the most beautiful women on earth. Um, please keep your tweets coming in at fashionlab.af. Edgy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Mariah. And you once again, thank night. you. And once again, thank you to Ray and Liz in Portugal. Um, and yeah, just, you know, we were all around the globe today. Gosh, Joburg, New York, Portugal, wonderful. And that's all from us today and from the Fashion Lab team sending love around the world. Peace. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.